Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Welcome back to the 24th episode already of the Short Trot Talk podcast. Today, we have an under-23 rider here with us. He is currently based in Austria, but he's from the other side of the Atlantic. He's the national champion for cross-country of the USA, and he's currently racing for Trek Fuel Racing. So for those who don't know who I'm talking about yet, uh, we have Bjorn Riley here today with us. Good morning, Bjorn. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm not too bad. Uh, just uh, having an early Tuesday. The more week's going well so far, so is everything's going well. So first of all, you just told me you're on a rest day. So how's that? How's that feeling? Ah, uh, it's super nice. Uh, the past week, or I mean, I guess the past couple of weeks have been a lot of traveling, and um, I'm finally like yeah, back in my home in Austria. So it's super nice to have a rest day where. There's no like unpacking, no like cleaning up the house after being gone for a while. It's just doing other things, which is nice. Just being able to relax. It's nice sometimes with such an intense life you guys have. So first of all, how was the weekend? Racing in Italy, we've seen a pretty cool video of you touching your wheel while jumping this weekend. So how was the racing? Um, I mean, uh, it, it, it was all right. Uh, there's like, you know, I think maybe the start of the race season, all that, there's like some ups and downs, but, um, that race in particular, I had like a flat on the start lap. So I was like in a good position and then fell back pretty far back to, I think I was like mid thirties or forties. Um, and then, I mean, after that, it was pretty good. It was just kind of fun because I could like see how many people I could pass, keep it fun. And then there's that jump. So I was like, why not try to just like keep the crowd a little more entertained? (laughs) Um, And I always like doing that in races, but because I was further back, I was like, "Uh, why not? Um, But other than like the mess up on the first lap, it was really nice. My legs finally started like feeling good. And, you know, the same as start of the season, you're like race legs slowly build in you get used to the pain more. Um, and this race I found, I was able to find my zone. Well, that's really good to hear. It's all about getting those legs ready for May when the World Cup starts and when the whole season yeah. really starts counting for you guys. So first of all, uh, second year for you with Strike Future. How's that feeling? Second year in Austria, I imagine as well. So how's the country? Uh, how are you liking it? Uh, it's super nice. Um, last year was all like new things for me. Like, I mean, yeah living over in Europe um, and doing the mostly the full race calendar. It was all new to me. So it was a little, I guess it was super nice in a sense. I was super like just chilled, no stress because everything was new. Um, but at the same time, there was a lot of stress because yeah, everything was new. So this year it's kind of the complete opposite. I know everything I need to do. And now that I feel so like situated and planted in Austria, um it's it feels really nice and like i'm so so ecstatic for uh this this year it's gonna be wonderful would you say austria is a country to stay in uh for the upcoming seasons yeah it, it, it's pretty good um i also speak german so that like helps a lot i'm able to be in a place where i'm able to like speak the language so yeah and yeah it's close to most of the races yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's really good to hear. And how about yourself uh, personally? Uh, how's the season feeling like so far? What are, what can we expect from Bjorn this year? Well, that's a good question. I never know what to expect from myself. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh, like 
I I mean, I've never done like a proper winter block. Um, and this this year, our team coach and my coach worked together to really, really show me what like a real training block in the winter looks like. Um, so at the moment, it seems my form is better than it was at all last year. So hopefully it's good, but you never know, maybe a little too much training in winter. We'll see. I'm just like, I was stoked that I was able to get a proper block in when I was in Spain. Um, and uh, I don't know. I have big goals, but I mean, see what happens. The main goal is just survive the year, right? Yeah, pretty much. Just uh, being able to survive throughout the season, no injuries, no crashes. That's already an accomplishment, I would say. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's good to hear. And uh, let's do a little recap of last year, how it was for you. You started off in the top 20 in the World Cup. But then you slowly, slowly climbed up the ladder, we could call it like that, and then uh, came second in the home World Cup in a snowshoe. That must have been exciting for you. And, no, yeah, how no, was sorry, that? No, no, go ahead. Oh, no, yeah, it was, it was really nice. Um, I'd say, yeah, because living in the U.S., it's really hard to get all get to all the World Cups. Uh, I had my first race in Upstar, I started 56. So I was just slowly working up the field and trying to catch up to, like, everyone else um and it was super nice to i mean it was my first national jersey and then the next week get a second place and have a sprint for the for first place was uh really awkward for me i i would say i wasn't ready for like the win either i had something in me where i was like so just weird in general um but it was it was really nice yeah, well, I can imagine uh, just going second in the home World Cup and sprinting for the win is not not something many people can say, and it's a pretty special feeling. And then you kept on going, though, and then you went fifth in the world, which is a podium in the World Championship. So was it something you were expecting, or did it just come with it? Um, I mean, my confidence was sure for sure, like, building throughout the season. Like, I knew my form was getting good. My power numbers were, like, really high. So I, I knew where I could be. And I think maybe that and the fact that, like, I had no pressure on how I needed to do that year. It just all, like, worked really well. Um, I mean, yeah, for Worlds, I really had, I think my goal, I think, was top 10. But it was kind of just, like, just still race as hard as I could and see what happens. Um, but I had a good start, and it was the first time I was able to start in the first two rows. So it for, for sure helped. Um, but, Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good start for a sec third year on the 23. Is it for you already? Yeah, now I'm a third year, coming into my third. Yeah, so you still got two years left. So uh, we'll see We'll see how that goes. But uh, pretty good-looking future, we could call it like that. And Let's hope. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, because you've also got a little bit of a side gig going, which is hard. So where did that come from uh, to start with? Oh, that, that's that's like a... Yeah, I would say that's for sure my second passion. Um, it, it started probably a while ago. Um, when I was in high school, I did like some kind of um, film or I would shoot in like, yeah, black and white film. Um, and I think that's kind of where it sparked. My mother and I would like paint when I was really when I was really young um, and she like was a painter. So she for sure influenced me. But then like once I kind of moved to Austria, I had so much time on my hands because I'm in a small like town in Austria that I kind of, uh, I just, I got absorbed into the whole art world and like, I guess the, the maze that surrounds it. It's, it's so insane. You're always lost, which I love. Um, and yeah, for me now, it's kind of just like the perfect, uh, mental break from cycling. And then also 
cycling's the perfect mental break from art. Um, like right now, I'm actually just working on a new like sweatshirt because I want a new sweatshirt. So I'm sewing that. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. I was just about to say because you mentioned painting, but from what I've been able to see on your account, it's not all about painting. It's also about uh, sewing and making all kinds of clothing. So do you think you might make uh, that uh, some kind of business towards the future? Yeah, yeah, for sure. My my goal with like, I guess, my whole career in a sense is like, I want to show my cycling side, but then mingle in my art um, to kind of, I don't know, show like, you know, there's a whole different side to just training and all that. For, to, to be at the top, I think you really need to have different things for an outlet. Um, and I, I want to, I guess, convey almost or show my emotions, I guess, through my like artwork and like, I guess, the the training aspect too but put it into my pieces um so yeah it's for sure like something that i want to like keep doing yeah i mean it's something really cool to have that come some kind of side gig that just keeps your head uh, busy and that's a good disconnection especially from cycling when things are not going well you all also have the other thing and same thing when you just need some time off from whatever you got cycling and you got the bike so it's always exactly. always exciting to to see yeah and now uh, taking a little bit of a step back again, but this time a little bit bigger, I wanted to ask you, how does Bjorn first get on a bike when he was a kid? That's that's a question I almost truly don't really know. Um, I think I started riding when I was like, I don't like, I want to say like 10, maybe it was younger. My, my parents are very athletic. So in general, we would always do stuff. And at a young age, they kind of like would... Uh, incentivize me by saying hey here's some candy if we get to the top of this mountain blah blah blah. <laughs> worked really well and still works now um <laughs> but uh yeah i think i started riding when i was like yeah nine or something ten and then uh there's like some really good programs from my hometown in boulder colorado that really like helped me kind of fall in love with the idea of um exploring and the freedom cycling gives you and that was like simba and then like bjc and then after that, it moved up to like Bear National Team, and uh, yeah, those are all those those three just made me fall in love more and more with the sport. Yeah, and then when did you decide, hey, I want to become professional? Um, mm, that's a good question. Like, I I probably would say twenty, I guess start of twenty twenty two when I was still thinking I was going to be on the Bear National Team, um, but then. My agent over at like One Sport Global, Walker Savage, he uh, had like contacted me and say, hey, we have a chance for you to be on a European team. And for me, it was kind of that thing where I didn't know if I wanted to do the whole World Cup thing because I also really enjoy freestyle BMX and like just downhill and doing everything. Um, so I, I kind of took it as like, I don't know if I want to be pro, but this is the perfect opportunity to try it out for a year. And then, I mean, I feel like, probably like two months into it i was like oh i could this is easy i could do this forever it's what i love doing i guess not easy but you know it's in a sense that thing you always dream of doing but it's finally turning into a reality yeah of course i was gonna say easy is a way to call it for you guys but uh for us to watch it from the outside and we know what your peak form is like <laughs> it's not that easy trust me but yeah and how is because you you've been living in the states your whole life I think. So how is it moving to Austria? Completely different culture. I imagine very different landscape as well because you're next to the Alps. So how is all that process for you? 
Oh, for me, um, it was actually weirdly way too easy. Like I almost wish it was a little harder um, to develop maybe my character more. Um, but I, me and my family, I, I mean, we're fortunate enough that each year we would usually go to the Northern Dolomites, which is like an hour and a half away from here. You would drive by my hometown every single year since I was two years old, which is weird. weird. Like I, now I live literally right where we drive by. And so I'm very used to like this area and my family's like part Scandinavian and German. Um, so I have like, I guess relatives over here in a sense but like i guess i don't see them but i just know the culture really well um so for me it was it was super relaxed i just came here i already knew it's like my favorite type of food so that was a plus my favorite mountains are over here and um i have my bike and i have a sewing machine and my art so it was super just like perfect that's basically all you need yeah i mean it's a pretty good combo i would say it's a pretty good combination of just everything comes in together and you end up uh, probably you never imagined ended up going there uh to be leaving there and just working there but it's it's what you come to and yeah yeah it's pretty cool and also i wanted to ask you american national champion right now how does that feel uh, how was it last year uh, taking the crown it was a pretty tight race against Braden johnson i believe and it was just a 15 second race so how was that for you yeah, I mean, it was really nice. Um, every year I kind of am like either second or third. Um, and this course also is like my most hated course. Uh, I'm like horrible at it. And I guess I guess not horrible at it, but like maybe mentally I'm horrible at it. It's just really hard. It's at like almost 3,000 meters. Um, so it's just really hard. Uh, and I guess for me, no, it was a really good feeling, but it, I guess it was more like a relief been like uh super happy i was more just like i've always been chasing it so finally to have it it was just like finally it's i i did what i wanted to do like i remember going to that race i the first time where i, I really was like i am i only want to win there's the, that's the only thing i have in my mind um so that's the goal yeah i mean uh, you got your goal and then you got you get to where the stripes and stars for the rest of the years which is pretty cool yeah, I can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then I wanted to ask you, you've, because uh, I'm quite jealous because you've been in Italy and you've been in Spain with quite a nice weather while I'm freezing in the UK. So I've been looking at Instagram and it's getting got me <laughs> jealous. But how's the, how's the preseason been so far? Ah, uh, the preseason has been really, like, really nice. Um, Like Trek Future has been really treating its riders. Uh, we've got, went to like Mallorca for like 10 days, I think. And then, uh, we went to, yeah, like we had this, we were going to do the Mediterranean Epic, sadly I was sick. So I wasn't able to, but my teammates were, but we had like a week camp before that. So we're over there and then, um, yeah, then we were in Finale. So it's been amazing. And during the winter I was living over in Girona. So, I mean, I, I could not ask for a better, like, um, yeah, winter training season. It was perfect. It was oh, like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, no better way to start this season than with warm weather, good food, and then just good good blocks of training. And what's next for you? You're you said you were back home these days, and then what have you got next? What races are coming up for you? Yeah, so um, I was planning on having like a uh, a weekend off of no racing, but because of like the flat tire, and I guess it was sort of this thing where I, even though I had, I felt like a good effort in 
uh, Albenga. I'm like kind of annoyed that I had the flat. So I'm like, I want to do another race. So my dad is actually coming from the U S which is super cool. And he'll be coming with me and we'll leave, uh, not we'll leave Friday like morning and we'll go to Arco Italy. And, uh, then there's a race right near Arco, the first like stage of the Italian like race cup or something. Uh, and I'll be doing that one this weekend. And then from then on, it's kind of like, uh, one week off, then a two week race block, then one week off. And then I'll have, I think two week race block and then three weeks off before Nova Mesto, something like that. But yeah, it'll be a lot of racing, but like, I don't know. It's, it's nice. It's super relaxing for some reason. Well, yeah, for some reason, I guess each one takes it its way, right? Uh, it's no, exactly. no, no, no right or wrong way to take it. Just go with the flow. And it's also pretty exciting that your dad's coming to visit, and you get the chance to also he'll see you race. I'm sure that'll be exciting for you. Yeah, yeah. he likes oh. to see me suffer, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure for you, it's a good motivation though to have your dad see you and get a good performance in. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, how? I wanted to ask this. I don't know if you guys have any kind of uh, nutritionist or mental coach with a team that's working with you guys constantly or some kind of sort. Yeah. Yeah. So we have like some people that kind of like watch, I guess, like how our bodies are functioning and through like hard training and our main coach, Sven Meyer, he, uh, every typically during our training camps, he'll do like, um, like, skin full tests for like fat percentages and uh forget this other one but it's something with you put like these you send electrical waves through your body and he's able to see how your body is like performing under high stress um so we're watching that like pretty heavily especially with the hours we've been doing um and then throughout the season we'll have people looking at our stuff to make sure that we aren't overtraining or hurting our bodies too much or mentally all that which is super nice to have yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool, and it's the way to work, really, especially now with everybody just watching out for every detail and trying to get better. Things are getting more yeah. and more professional, really, under 23 and elite, really. It's crazy. Yeah, it blows my mind. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. And besides cycling and your side gig, uh, do you have anything else going on right now or something you enjoy doing outside of cycling and uh, painting slash doing a slash? Uh, that's a good uh, I I mean... There, there's I feel like always just small random things I enjoy doing but um at the moment like I've been almost enjoying like the alone time with my art and sewing and cycling a little too much I'd say um but yeah at the moment it's kind of just the only things I want to do like I just do my training come back and I'll be sewing till I have to like an hour before going to bed do yoga and then go to bed and that's kind of like my days if Maybe I'll go see a friend like in Innsbruck, which is pretty close to my town and all that. But other than that, it's kind of just, I think with all the traveling that we were doing this season, I need to like take the time I can get to be alone. Cause I, I really value my like alone time. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, working on your passions and just spending some alone time is absolutely key and just to avoid the stress. And especially when you guys, while you travel, you're constantly surrounded by people. So there in Austria, do you live with uh, some some of your teammates or do, do you live by yourself? No, so yeah, I, I live by myself. But uh, luckily I have three teammates now and one of them's Emily Johnson, which I, you had an earlier podcast with. Yeah, she's living in my town now. And then Mona too. She lives pretty close to where I am. And uh, after, I mean, then I have 
Mario Bear, who's on my team, and he lives just like two kilometers away. And then my other teammate lives like 900 meters away. So I have a lot of people that we can go ride if someone's like, ah, five hours alone, that sounds horrible. I'll just ask Mona or something, and Mona will say, oh, I have six. So it works. <laughs> Yeah, I can. I can feel like five hours away. Uh, five hours just alone can can get a little bit long sometimes. But yeah, well, yeah, it's what you what you got to deal with at the end of the day. But yeah, it's also pretty cool that you you live so close to your teammates, so you're not constantly like stress of living together and traveling together and training together. But it's also quite cool that you've got them close enough to be able to train together whenever and just spend time, which is pretty cool. Is there anything you guys like or enjoy doing together at some point? I mean, yeah, I, mean, I think a lot of cyclists in general really enjoy just, I think you do like a ride and go get some coffee or coffee something. Coffee ride, yeah. Yeah, I mean, those are those are always great. Like, I'm not a coffee connoisseur, but I always enjoy a nice, like, cup of coffee. So, I mean, maybe usually I'll go with, like, Tamara Viedman or, yeah, Mona or Emily and we'll ride or Mario and we'll all ride down to Innsbruck and get a, like, some coffee and maybe a cake. You know, if you're doing, like, th three to five hours, why not? I'll have as much food as I want. That's like half the reason I ride. It's like perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, coffee and stuff like that. Maybe go like swimming or something like that. Go on a walk. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else we do. I mean, our team goes go-karting for the most part when we go to different places. That's which pretty is pretty cool. fun. I can't complain. Yeah. And who wins? I got to ask. So, the funny part is I did not go. I was <laughs> tired and I felt like it was going to – get me more tired so i decided i wouldn't go but when we were in like mallorca i think it was like tobias lillelund niels abersol um and then i think yeah emily went and then it was just like the staff all <laughs> everyone else the funny part is the people that live in hymen we all decided oh we're, we just want to relax um but then like i think then we also did it in at the mediterranean epic i also didn't go again i, I wanted just to draw <laughs> But I think it was kind of the same crew that went. But, yeah, yeah I'm for sure going to be going at one of the World Cups. That, that's a must. That's a must. And uh, that, that, I'll get competitive for sure between you guys. There's got to be some betting going on and that kind of stuff. It's always, always oh, yeah. it makes it a little bit better, you know? I'm just – I'm letting them gain their confidence so that when <laughs> I go there and beat them, I can just demolish them. I see. I see. <laughs> I, I could tell you uh, you were kind of doing that and just uh, get, get exactly. let build their confidence. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. And do you like, because you do live right next to the uh, Austrian Alps. So besides of cycling, do you go on any walks or maybe now during the winter skiing or that kind of stuff? Yeah. I mean, um, I Nordic ski, but typically just when I go to the U S my mom like is in love with it. So I'll go skiing with her there. But like when I'm here, my off season will be like just a lot of like ultra running stuff. And I mean, it's with the mountain bike, you can get places. And I mean, uh, this year, I there's a lot of places you can get to, but you have to carry your bike up for like an hour, which is fun, but not great for training. So like um, this or I guess last off season, I found there's some crazy like routes you can go to the top of some gnarly peaks. Um And I was able to do that a little bit, but not as much as I would, would have wanted. So this season, it'll be a lot of just, uh, I guess, it's not physical rest, more mental rest. I'm, I have just like goals that I want to do that I wanted to do also this offseason, but I found my goals were a little too high for like the amount I was running. I, I couldn't do what I wanted to do, but 
this season it's gonna I'm gonna do that. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty cool, and also uh, just being surrounded by those kind of trails and paths is just a uh, pretty good good opportunity. Like, no, not everybody has that kind of chance. Exactly, it's it's amazing. It's like you ride. My favorite thing is you like ride. I don't know, two hours to a mountain. You hide your bike in the bushes, change to your running clothing, run to the top of the peak, run back down, get your bike, and there's like six hours right there, and it seems like just a fun little adventure. Yeah, and but also pretty intense, I must say. It sounds it sounds very really tired. Oh no, yeah, it sucks. It it sucks in the moment, but I feel like you know, get to the top, you know, you get there, and it's like that feeling of relief where you're like, I survived. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, and you just mentioned uh, that. Well, uh, like two minutes ago, that uh, half of the reason you ride is to be able to eat whatever you want, right? So I imagine you have a pretty good go-to cheat meal whenever you feel like something something you're craving. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I crave everything. It just depends <laughs> on almost the mood I'm in, you know? It's like I, I always will have like a savory thing or a sweet thing. And then right after, I'm like, damn, I want like the opposite of that. So then I'll eat the opposite and I'll switch back to savory or sweet. Just goes back and forth. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I love food. So whenever I get the chance to do a long ride, I'm always like, oh, sweet, a little, maybe a small little box of Skittles, you know? Oh, yeah. Indulge in those things sometimes. <laughs> Is there anything in particular you enjoy having after a long training or maybe when you mm. got off weekend on a particular time? I mean, especially when I'm back in Austria, I my like one of my favorite meals is like uh Speckschnitzelsuppe, which is like um just like almost they're like ham dump like breaded dumplings. Yeah. yeah, with some just like nice like I make my homemade like bone broth. So I get back from a ride, I like put it on the stove, take a shower and when I came come out it's done. So that's like kind of my go-to like favorite thing to have. Yeah, it's also pretty comfy to me. I'll just well, you leave it there and whenever you come out, it's ready. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's that's really, really cool. And in terms of future goals for you, Bjorn, uh, what can we say? Like if you want to kind of share it with us a little, what can we expect to see from Bjorn Riley in the upcoming years? Oh, I like, I mean... I, I want to be one of the best, obviously. I think that's like everyone's mentality at the World Cups. Um, so, I mean, for me, it's, yeah, I want to be one of the top in the world. Um, but I guess I want to be my, like, how do I say this? Yeah, I just want to, I want to be a more, not just cycling. I want to be able to, like, have a community where it's more, yeah, surrounded about, like, the freedom cycling gives you. But then not just cycling, also, like, art, like, I don't know the idea of, yeah, I guess both of them, you're, you're so free and you can go any way you want. It's really just what you choose to do. That's kind of just what I want to like do, I guess, like in the future, but still do the world cups, but have it more where like, I'll be able to go in my off season and go do this crazy thing that involves more like the artistic side. And then when I go to the world cups, focus on the world cups, but I guess, with a little bit more pizzazz in it, you could say. Okay. Uh, that's, that's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Oh, well, usually it's pretty cool. And yeah, of course, I mean, it's about uh, developing your passions really and just being able to enjoy them while you can. So it's all about mm -hmm. enjoying life really. So that's pretty cool. And then in terms of this year, do you have any particular goal in the back of your mind that's telling you, oh, I want to get this this year? Yeah. I mean, I, would, I, I was so close to a World Cup win last year. 
but I, I knew it was like this thing while sprinting. I, I think I could have won it, but I just, I was already so, so satisfied with second that I almost felt like I didn't need first at that moment. But now when I look back at him, I'm like, I should have just like kept sprinting. Um, so for sure, I want a World Cup win. Uh, that would be like super nice for me. Um, and then, yeah, I, I just really wanted like if I cross the finish line and I say I pushed the hardest I could have pushed that race, I'll be satisfied. Um, I mean, the results are still a big thing, but I mean, it's really a World Cup win and obviously like world championships. Other than that, I'm just going to like do what I want to do. And I think all the really like, I guess, top results will come. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's for sure. If you put in the work and the sacrifice, the results end up showing up. And in terms of tracks, is there any particular track you enjoy riding in, uh, like World Cup track? So I, there, I feel whenever someone, you know, asks that, it's like, uh, I think the ones I do the best that I like the most. Well, so I mean, doesn't everybody? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I'd say for me, I, I really enjoy Leger. I think like, for me as a rider, that course suits me really well. And also West Virginia, that course suits me really well, I'd say. So those two I really enjoy. But then, uh, I mean, Nova Mesto is, is an amazing course. I wouldn't say it suits me as well, but it, it's a really, really cool, excuse me, really cool course too. But um, it's hard to say if there's one I like love the most because there's so many different ones that are just a little, I don't know, each one has a little different vibe to them. And but in a good way, I guess. So yeah. I'd probably say Lejay is my favorite. Okay, that's that's fair enough, of course. And like, uh, just uh, for any special reason, really, it might be a track that's not everybody's favorite, but it just might be yours for whatever reason, really. <laughs> and you had a few races in your life so far already, and you had a few special moments, national champ, uh, World Cup podiums, uh, World Championship podiums. What would you say has been the most special one so far? It has to be the second at West Virginia. Um, it was like the the fifth at Worlds was super sick, but uh, the the second at West Virginia was like really just surreal for me, especially like going on the podium in like yeah, I guess a home crowd. My my manager had bought me like the. It's funny before the race, he had bought me the like, I think it was like the outfit Rocky wore when he walked out onto like the boxing ring in the movie like the whole American like outfit for na the national champ thing. And after the race, after I got second, he I was like wearing it before I got on the podium and all this. And it was like a really just kind of funny moment and just, yeah, standing on the podium and like, I don't know, knowing that like I could be right there was like, it kind of unlocked something in my mind where I was like, this is something I could keep doing for the rest of my life. Well, so Yeah. I yeah it's all those special moments that just uh make such a good memory out of it and of course such a good result obviously not everybody can say they've been second in the world in their category right uh something pretty sick. yeah and then i've asked you about the best one but uh what would you say is one of your worst memories so far oh no probably last year it's funny my home the home course here in Jaime. Uh, it was just, everything went wrong. I like, I, I think it was, no, it wasn't the first time I flat in a race, but I like went over the bars off like a large, like 
eight foot, not eight foot drop, but like roll. So I fell straight to the bottom and I exploded my wheel and I uh, had to run to the next feed, got to the feed. And then like half a lap later, I broke my chain and had to run again. Then I crashed again. And it was like the whole race was just, just a mess. And I, I was proud I finished the race because I was so like destroyed in like more, I guess, cuts and bruises than physically, or I guess than being tired. But that race sucked. That race was like, because I knew the course so well, but I just could not ride it that day. Um, that race sucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of the races when, where everything just come, keeps coming to you one thing after another. And once you think you're okay, I'm good. I'm going to, I'm going to, I was going to say something I shouldn't. Uh, I'm going to explode this. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you got me. So it's not, not, that's, yeah, those moments that just uh, kind of, everything comes together and nothing works and you're just like why is this happening to me today like i want to i just want to ride my bike in peace but yeah. exactly it's like that thing where the whole time there's this for me it's like this little voice in my head almost like saying like just i mean you aren't getting uci points just stop you're just hurting yourself but then i feel like after those races too you're like almost stoked just because you're like there's no point in you doing finishing that race but you still did it so it's like almost like define your own mental which is like really i don't know for me it's rewarding but it sucks in the moment yeah of course like it's not the ideal thing but it is something you take the good part from and you just take the good good vibes and it just helps you like if i made it through that race when some other thing comes in another race which is not as bad you'll know you'll be able to push through which is uh, something pretty cool i would say yeah that's a good point <laughs> <laughs> if you say so Right. if you say so <laughs> i just talk sometimes and i'm like yeah, i don't even know myself what i say but i wanted to ask you do you ever miss living in the states because uh, no, no yeah i mean i for sure miss living in the states like uh like my my parents obviously my family and uh my like dogs uh are all over there and my cousins and i guess my whole family in general is very like close together um so i miss that but uh there's i don't know they they all travel to europe so i'm pretty like it it's weird a lot of people ask if yeah i like miss home but it's almost i feel bad saying it but i i don't really miss it um for me i think when i was leaving where i was i was this i was in a weird stage in my life where i couldn't really figure out what i wanted i was like didn't know yeah if i want to do the pro thing or do just normal college um so yeah when i left it was like i guess leaving my old self behind in a sense so now that i'm here i i almost feel like this is home now and like that old place was kind of it it's nice to go back and see family but other than that i have no like urge to really go back yeah so. man it's pretty cool you can tell you're you're enjoying austrian life so far it's treating you well yeah yeah that's that's sick and i also uh wanted to ask you in terms of oh fuck I just lost a question on my mind. What? Yeah, you're all good. <laughs> oh shit! I don't. I have no idea what I was gonna ask. And the question came into my mind. Came to my mind. And I was like, "This is a good question," and then it suddenly just popped off. Dude, not, not you're slacking. Not, it's lacking. <laughs> Absolutely, shame on me. But yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, yeah, I know what I was going to ask. Okay, so I always make this question. I hadn't made it to you so far yet. But I always ask, is there someone you have a really competitive relationship with? Uh, someone you're always fighting for positions and races or someone you usually train with and then you're always fighting for each other, but that you get so well on with and someone you love? Oh, I mean, I think like the for the viewers hearing or know me, they, they'll immediately know who I'm going to say. I mean, me and Riley Amos, uh, like I, it's funny. My dad sent me a photo of our first ever race together. And I think we were like, 14 or 13 years old and me and him have literally been racing each other yeah since states yeah and state championships when we were like 13 or 14 we were like these tiny kids um and I mean throughout this thing we've just kind of been developing and it it's I guess yeah super super cool to see because we have other ones you know Braden Johnson and Robbie Day but then uh I guess the <laughs> the like we all, I guess, challenge each other, but me and Riley have this like sort of rivalry almost, but it's like, I mean, we're, we have such a good friendship too. And like, we were on the bear team all together with them. We like, I, we made even a pact when we were younger about like, if only one person gets on a certain team, then they won't get on it. So we can be on the same team. So yeah, me and Riley for sure. Well, that's pretty cool. I had Riley too a few months ago now. It was one of the first oh, okay. yeah. of the podcast. But yeah, that's that's really cool. And you guys are both racing for Trek, just different structures, which is I, I can imagine is also pretty cool. No, yeah, it's it's kind of funny. We're all we're just sticking on the same path, which is really funny. Uh pretty much, yeah. And yeah, so that's pretty much uh, me. Just I uh, love ending the podcast on a high note and some uh, nice stories. And I always ask this uh, last question of the podcast, which is if you could give me a song to put at the end of the interview, anything, anything is fine. Something that you enjoy listening to that hypes you up, that calms you down, whatever is fine. Oh, that is such a, I'm, ooh. Is there a certain like vibe you want? What's no, the. Just, uh, I've had all kinds of stuff, like literally yeah. anything you can imagine. So anything you want to go with. I, I want to make sure I don't mess the name up because I, it, it's by the Pixies. They're like one of my favorite artists at the moment. Yeah, it's called The Thing. Um, it's part of their Valora like um album. The, the Thing. The what? The Thing. The thing. Might, okay, might, that's simple. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sorry. Yeah. That that's I think the one. I mean, yeah, that or it'd be like <laughs> ninety nine Luftballons. <laughs> No, okay. Uh, we'll leave everybody with a thing on. Uh, thank you, yeah. Bjorn, for just uh, giving me some time of your off day uh, and coming to the podcast. It was a real pleasure. And we expect to see you performing really well this season and just enjoying it. Yeah, thank you. It was awesome talking to you, too. It's always nice to you know, talk about something like a passion we all love doing. It's awesome. Okay. Gets me stoked. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah.